Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast hosted by me, Michaela J. Get ready to dive into an action-packed, bougie-based, and spiritually guided experience on all things manifesting your next level luxe life. Let's go. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast with your girl. It is I, the Michaela J, here to teach you how to manifest your next level luxe life. Happy Wednesday. When you are listening to this, I am in Bali. Holy shit. (laughs) If you don't follow me on Instagram, you need to grab your phone right now and type in the Michaela J on Instagram or just click the link from the show notes and go follow me because I can guarantee I'm uploading a hundred thousand stories of all the beautiful things I am doing in Bali from the beach, from the clouds, the sunset, the coffee, the food, the scooters, the stray dogs. Oh my God. I just can't wait. Holy shit. I'm saying I can't wait because I'm recording this in advance, but when you're listening to this, I will be there. So make sure you're following me on Instagram to see all of the Bali adventures. I am so excited, which leads perfectly into the sponsor for this week. Before we jump into the episode is my next retreat. The August, 2024 retreat has been announced, but only to my waitlist girlies. Okay. And I'm going to tell you the theme. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about the vibe, but you have to sign up for the wait list to find out where we are going and all of the specific details. And did I mention, if you join the wait list, you're also getting $400 off. So you better run, grab your phone, follow me on Instagram, and go sign up for the wait list because this one's going to fill up very, very quickly. At the time of recording this, there's already two people going, so there's only six spots left. All right. <laughs> Our retreat is Next Level Luxury 2024. That's the theme. If you didn't know, I host international retreats uh, two times a year. They all are, they're always in a different location and they always have a different theme. So the August 2024 trip is Next Level Luxury 2024. And the vibe is like, my ties meets beach massages, meets money healing, meets meditation, all wrapped into one. We are going to be beaching it all the way. Think sunsets on the yacht. Think breath work in the morning. Think laying in a hammock. I mean, it's just going to be the perfect place for you to relax, for you to feel into your feminine energy. And I really want this trip to be like a money magnetism vibe. So that's the vibe. If you're into it, and I know you're nosy, so go look on the wait, go join the wait list. You'll get to see all the info. And like I said, there's only six spots left. So hurry, hurry, hurry to get your booty in there. Now, one more thing before we hop into the episode, I just want to do a little check-in, okay? How are your New Year's goals coming along? At this point, we are we are into February, so you should have been up all up in those goals. You should have new habits developed. You should have your gym membership. You should have your calendar together. You should have organized your closet, you know, whatever you need to do to move these goals forward. You should be taking batshit crazy actions. You should be clearing limiting beliefs, all of the things, okay? This is the time where we're either really in it or we're really out of it already, okay? And I want you to be really in it. That's why I wanted to bring this up. And I almost want to make this like once a month in a random podcast episode, I'm going to be like, hey, babe, how are those New Year's goals? Because we need that person in our life. Everybody needs this person who is checking in on you and holding you accountable to your goals. And so while I can't message every single one of you one-on-one and be like, 
how are your goals coming along? I can remind you here that literally today you can pick those goals back up. Maybe you started a habit, you did it for two weeks and you kind of fell off. Well, you can start again literally today. Don't wait for next month. Don't wait for Monday. Start today. Start now. Pick it back up, okay? You can do this. I fully believe when you were listening to this episode, right after this, you can take an action step towards one of those goals. Any type of action step, as long as it's going to get you a little bit closer. I want to challenge you to do that. If you need a kick of motivation and you want a game plan about how you're going to start manifesting these goals, I do have a free masterclass that you can watch. So it's a pre-recorded one that I've already done live that you can watch. It's called Wake Up Worthy. This is one of my favorite masterclasses I've done. It's really about going from overwhelm to overflow this year using manifestation. Okay. So if you feel like you're really out of it when it comes to the manifesting vibes, your to-do, your to-do list, your goals, the vision board is feeling further away. Okay. I want you to get back in it. I want you to get back into that excited new year, fresh energy. I am worth it. This is my year. I'm going to fucking do this. Okay. If you need that little kick in the butt reminder, and like I said, a game plan on how you're going to manifest that, make sure you watch my wake up worthy masterclass. And like I said, totally free. It's like an hour. Uh, and the link for that is going to be in the show notes, but I just want to make sure that you're staying accountable and you're kicking butt because I believe in you. If nobody around you has told you this, I am proud of you and I believe in you. Every single time you message me your goals, your win, that a podcast episode resonated, that you send it to two of your best friends, right? I believe in your manifesting powers or else I wouldn't be here every single week, okay? So I need you to believe back. I know you believe in me because you listen, but I want you to believe in you. I need you to believe back because I'm believing in you, all right? There's my spiel for the day. (laughs) We can wrap it up right here. Just kidding. We are going to get into our episode. Today, we're talking all things energetic capacity and where I find that people are starting to self-sabotage. So let's get into it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We were talking about stretching your energetic capacity, and we're going to talk about burnout. We're going to talk about normalizing new levels in our life. We're going to talk about normalizing more energy in our life, but I want to break it down so it's very understandable for you. Okay, so you better be taking notes today. We are going to start with what's an energetic capacity? So you might read this title and you're like, I want to know what that is, but I have no idea what you're talking about. An energetic capacity 
is the amount of things you can hold before you feel like you're going to have a mental breakdown, for lack of a better word, okay? So it's all of the things on your plate. We've all been in that state where we have our plate, you know, it's basically like Thanksgiving and you're adding food and you're adding food and you're adding food and then suddenly the plate is overflowing and you're like dropping food on the ground and now there's now there's mashed potatoes on your shirt and now you're like, oh my gosh, like that ruined the whole outfit and now you're upset and now you're like, why did I even do that? And you start to spiral. The same thing happens when we max out our energetic capacity. But what if we could stretch that capacity? What if you could stretch that Thanksgiving plate and get the oval plates instead of the little circle plates? So then you don't spill food and the mashed potatoes aren't on your shirt and you aren't spiraling because you got a different plate, stretched it out, okay, without overflowing it. And what this means in your actual life other than Thanksgiving is like looking at all of the things you're giving your energy to. So let's say a lot of your energy is going to work. Like if you work a nine to five or even if you have your own business that you're running all day, okay, that's going to take a lot of your energy. What else is taking your energy? Maybe you have kids. Maybe that takes up a lot of your energy. And taking up energy isn't a bad thing. It's just where is your energy going on a daily basis, okay? Maybe another thing taking up your energy is going to be your workout. Or maybe like maybe you leave the gym. Like let's say you're a CrossFitter and you're exhausted. But maybe you're like me and you're like a psychopath and you go to the gym and you leave with more energy. So that's going to depend on what kind of person you are. Maybe prepping food takes part of your energetic capacity. Maybe taking care of your animals, messaging friends, working on certain projects. Maybe you're in school and you are working, right? There's so many different combos. So I just want you to look at and ask yourself like, what is my energy going towards on a day-to-day basis. And what's taking up like the most energy. And I like to talk about this with my clients. If like, if you have a hundred percent battery, it's like charging your phone overnight. In the morning you unplug it, you have a hundred percent. At the end of the day, if you have zero, where did all of your percentages go? And your energetic capacity, I think about this as a number, because what is that number of all of those things you're giving your energy to? If it's school, work, kids, pets, workout, um, let's say maybe you're building your business on the side and after anything after that, you feel super overwhelmed. Like, let's say your best friend calls and it's like, let's go get drinks. You're instantly overwhelmed. Cause you're like, I have all these other things to do and my dog's not eating and my kid is screaming. Right. Then adding that seventh thing is too much. So right now your capacity is six things. I hope this, this math is mathing for you. Six things. I hope this is making sense. There's going to be different phases of our life where we can handle different amounts of things. When there are a lot of challenging things going on externally, maybe you're in the middle of a move, maybe you are having some family problems, maybe you're just kind of in the thick of it right now, right? Then you're going to be able to handle less. And when things start to add, like pile on, you're going to feel like you're starting to drown. But then there's going to be other times where you're in a state of flow. You feel really good. You have your routines down, your rituals down. You're excited about the things you're working on. And you can handle 12 different things at once, right? That would be having a large capacity. So when you're thinking about where your 100% goes toward, going back to the battery example, if that's only five things, that's okay. If it's 15 things, that's okay. Like, I don't want you to judge yourself for where you're at or think that there's a right or wrong answer. More doesn't mean better. It's just looking at where we are right now. Okay. And so to stretch it would mean taking the capacity that we are at and adding on 
one, two, three, maybe four more things. All right. That's like stretching your number. Okay. What are the side effects of doing that? You start to feel really tired, right? Because now you have more things on your plate. It's like the Thanksgiving example, the plate gets a little heavier, right? So you're going to be more tired because you're managing things. Your energy is going in a lot of different directions. Some people will get sick. They'll get like a little cold or they'll get like a sinus infection or something because their, their life is up leveling so rapidly and so many things, so much energy is moving. The body almost can't keep up sometimes. So sometimes you literally get like the up level Blue. But also another side effect is your brain starts thinking faster because now you're managing different things. And what this really is, is decision making. And so when you have a lot on your plate, you don't have time to take, you don't have a lot of time to sit around and think through things, right? You're like, okay, so I just got off this call and I have a 30 minute lunch and then I have to get right back on. Okay, great. There's an opportunity presented to me in this time. I need to make a decision right now. I have 30 minutes to like make that decision, make my lunch, eat, get back at it. Like you don't have time to look at an opportunity and be like, let me sleep on it. You know, like you're going to make that decision fast. So your brain starts thinking faster. You'll literally be like, this is what I want to eat. This is the time I'm waking up. This is the workout I'm going to do today. Because you're not overthinking it. You're just doing, 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 go, 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 go. And that doesn't mean in a hustle way. It means you have a lot on your plate. And so your energy is in a lot of things, which means you are moving and vibrating at a really high, fast vibration. So your brain starts moving at that, at that pace too, which I love. And it is amazing because manifestation and especially like money manifesting loves speed. That momentum makes us feel so good. And I'm in a program right now. And one of the things that the coach said recently is that it's okay to feel good when you know it's working, right? When you, when the things you're doing, when they're working, it's okay to feel good. And it's okay to want more of that. Be like, oh, I, I want to always feel like it's working, right? Because that gives you that momentum, that energy where you're like, yes, yes, let's go, let's go. So when we stretch our energetic capacity, we get more of that. And I think that's very enticing. I'm like, hi, moving fast. Sounds good to me. Okay. So, so there's different parts of it, right? You get tired, you get sick. That's because you're adjusting and adapting to a new timeline of doing things. So you also start to think faster. You accomplish more. You're achieving at a higher level and you start to feel differently about yourself. That's when you really start to feel like a more up-leveled version of you because you are fucking crushing it, right? So this is where a lot of people will start the process but then they'll start to experience these side effects and then they self-sabotage. And I actually realized this recently. So I'm going to tell you a little story. In January, I started doing something called doing something batshit crazy every single day. And I did a podcast episode about it. And you guys have heard me talk about it a million times at this point. And when you're doing something batshit crazy every single day, it can be really exhausting because not only am I spending time in my relationship, right? Like spending time with my husband and checking in with my friends and then, and checking in with clients and running my business and getting in workouts. And I have a mentor I talk to every single week and I'm taking two courses right now. And like, you know, I'm being a dog mom, I'm being a pet mom. I'm planning all these trips. There's all these things. 
And then on top of it, I'm doing something bad shit crazy every single day. And, and a lot of days I have to like seek out what that action step is. The first week I knew what were those big actions I needed to take that I just hadn't taken yet. And so I took them. And after the first week, you have to start being creative and seek those crazy opportunities. So that alone demands more of you. But then as I'm doing that, I'm also literally doing more. For example, like I was on TV. So part of that was all of the planning. And then it was talking with the producer about what we're going to talk about. And then it was the actual recording. And then it's the day that it's previewed on TV. And it's like all of that takes up time, space, mental energy. Same thing as me finding the networking event I went to two, three, four, I don't know. In January, I went to a two-day mastermind event. And so then it takes up that time in my schedule. And then I'm meeting lots of new people, having a lot of conversations, thinking based off of the discussion questions they're giving us, based off of what the speakers are saying, right? So it becomes, it just, just saying all that sounds exhausting. <laughs> so it becomes exhausting. Now, I'm going to get to my point of where people start to self-sabotage. Because after doing that for a couple of weeks, I was like, holy shit, I am tired. Like at the end of the day, I knew I had given it my all. It's like in sports when your coach tells you like, leave it all on the field. I felt like that every single day. Like, damn, I left it all on the field. And then you lay down in bed and you're like, oh, this is the best thing ever. I never want to get out of bed again. Okay. So this is where we have two different types of people in life. And literally the, the thing that separates this is self-awareness and action, okay? So you can be either of these people and you can also choose to switch to the other, right? There's no, like, you're not born with this. It's a choice. And once you're aware of it, right? Two types of people. There are the types of people like me where we lay down in bed and I'm like, oh, I have my heated blanket on, my matching jammies, I have my magnesium. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so worth it to get to this point. I crushed it today. I showed up. I made great content. I did what I had to do. My clients are winning. I am winning. All of these things are happening. I put myself out there. I did this crazy shit. I'm so tired. I deserve to lay in this bed and I can't wait to do it all again tomorrow. Then there is the other type of person and they lay in bed and they think, holy shit, I'm so exhausted. I just did so much today. I just gave so much today. Here's the sentence. Are you ready? I'm so burnt out. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm in a silly goofy mood. Okay. We got to quit throwing around this fucking term of burnt out. Listen, there's a time and a place and there are phases when absolutely you get burnt out and you're hustling your ass into the ground. Totally. But we use that term way too often. Oh my God. Like every time I get on Instagram, someone's like, you're burnt out. You did this. Are you burnt out? Symptoms you're burnt out. And I'm like, oh my God, these are just symptoms that you're tired. Okay. Being tired and being exhausted from doing a day of good work and pushing yourself is not being burnt out. Like it doesn't automatically equal burnout. And I think of this as a form of self-sabotage. And Bring it to bring it back to my story. Like after I did the batch of crazy things, like every day for like I think it was at like around the two and a half week mark that I really started to feel it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm exhausted." And I thought to myself, and I even talked to my mentor about this. I was like, "I want to make sure that I keep moving this forward, but I want to do it in a sustainable way." And like, I'm really scared that I'm gonna get burnt out 
And she was like, just keep riding the momentum that you're on, you know? Like, she's like, you won't overload yourself. You won't overload yourself. And that's the key. You have to trust yourself to not overload yourself. And I was like, oh, you're right. Like, I, if I just remove the option of burnout, I will never overload myself that much. And what I mean by overload, let's take it back to our Thanksgiving example. You have your plate, it's overflowing. There's, there's mashed potatoes on the floor, it's in your hair, there's gravy on your shirt. The plate is, the paper plate is folding inwards, okay? Things are not going well. <laughs> there's juices all over, there's cranberry stuff on your nails. You're overloading it. But if you trusted yourself to not overload it, you would never burn out. And here I am, I mean, it's been like five or six weeks of me doing something batshit crazy every single day, which has brought a lot into my life. And I, like I said, it can be exhausting, but that doesn't mean I'm burnt out. I'm not buying into that story. It's self-sabotage because you say that you're burnt out and then you drop all of the momentum that you just built. All of that momentum. Why do we do this? Why do we start to create this self-sabotage? Because you're tired, because it's uncomfortable, because your brain's tired from being activated in new ways. Your brain's tired from working faster because it's doing all of these different things. Remember, we're stretching our energetic capacity. So you are literally adding on a couple of things onto your plate. We are stretching that plate. Of course, you're going to be tired after that. You're stretching yourself to a new level. When we talk about quantum leaping, this is actually a scientific thing. Inside of an atom, there are different energy levels. Literally Google this, okay? And in the energy levels, there are different amounts of electrons. And an electron can jump from one energy level to the next. But to do that, it has to muster up all of that extra energy to leap to the next one. And then once it's on that next energy level, it has to sustain that energy to stay there. Because if not, that electron can fall back down to the previous energetic level. This is a scientific thing. It's literally quantum leaping, okay? That is what's happening when we are intentionally stretching our energetic capacity. Maybe before, you could really nail it with four things on your plate. And adding in five, that was a bit of a stretch. And then you're like, okay, okay, I've, I've got this. Okay, I added on, I added on six and seven. Okay, my plate's feeling full. Eight, all right, we have a full plate. We have a full plate. And I trust myself that I'm not gonna overload. I'm not gonna burn out. So we are going to manage this at eight. That's the difference. People will keep adding on, adding on, adding on, and adding on, and then boom, then their plate's overflowing and then they're at burnout. Or they stretch to six and they're like, oh, I'm so tired, I'm so burnt out. And then they drop the entire plate. You drop the entire plate because it's uncomfortable. I get it. It's uncomfortable doing something batshit crazy every single day. It's uncomfortable putting myself out there. It's uncomfortable doing all of these extra things, getting in extra walks, getting in an extra workout, being more intentional about what you're cooking. I mean, like even for me, I talked about this in my health episode, like I'm really prioritizing having more protein in my diet and that even in itself stretches my brain because I'm constantly thinking like, okay, what's the protein source here? What are we adding up for the day? And that alone can get exhausting, right? Everything in life can get exhausting. <laughs> Literally every single thing, you know? It's just, how are you looking at it? 
when you decide that you're burnt out just because you're tired, just because you're doing something new, you're choosing the self-sabotage. You're letting it win. You want that way out so you'll let yourself. But I don't want that for you. And I know you don't want that for you. You don't. Because you want to be a high achiever. And when you are doing new things, you just have to chop it up to I'm tired. I'm exhausted. That's okay. I'm doing a lot of work. And a lot of work could be actual work. It could be spending more intentional time with your family. Maybe you're staying up a little bit later with your kids and that makes you tired, but you want to create more memories. Same thing with your friends on the weekends. I've been stretching myself, prepping for my Bali trip, just prepping literally all the work on top of finding batshit crazy things to do. Spending time with my husband husband one-on-one, spending time with Caleb before I leave, and I made a new friend at the networking event, and I even made time to see her twice before I leave. Like, yeah, it's really tiring because I am putting myself out there more. I'm doing more. I'm circulating more energy, but I also know that this is me intentionally stretching my capacity. Okay. I want to give you a couple of examples of how we get tired when we do new things. So you can start to see this difference between being tired and stretching yourself versus the burnout level. Okay. We are tired. We're stretching ourselves in the first week back at college. If you went to college, you know, when you go back to school after summer, that first week, even though it's syllabus week and you basically don't do shit, you come home after class and you just pass out. I would do this every semester. Oh my God, I would take like the best naps of my life. Even in high school, I'd come home after school and pass out on the couch for like two hours. You just, you're not used to that level of going class to class and talking to people and introducing yourself, right? You have to reacclimate to that. Think about your first week at any new job. You leave and you're so tired because you just got all of that new information, this new amount of work, new amount of people that you're getting to know, a new environment where your brain has to work a little bit harder because it doesn't know where everything is, right? You come home, you're tired from doing something new, from stretching yourself, but you don't come home from school that first week. You don't come home from work that first week and you're like, I'm so burnt out, so burnt out. You're like, oh man, I'm tired. Like, oh, I'm not used to like, I'm not used to going to a new job every day and like having to think everything through. I'm not, I'm not used to going to back to school and going class to class anymore. I'm not used to blank, blank, blank. That's different than burnout. So as you are starting to stretch your capacity and put more on your plate, and I'm going to talk about why we even want to do this. Um, you need to think about like, I'm just not used to blank. For me, I'm just not used to socializing this month, this much. I am such a homebody. I love being in my jammies. I love being with my pups. I love being under my heated blanket. I love having a candle on. Like, I love being home. I love eating dinner on the couch. Like, just so cozy and comfortable. But over the last month, it has been so social. Just from different plans, different little excursions, me going to dance class all of the time. I've gone to a ton of breathwork classes and you meet people, going to the networking event, going out for my birthday. I mean, like literally there's been so much socializing. And so that is me stretching myself. I'm not used to socializing that much, but I'm not going to look at that and do all that and be like, oh, I'm so burnt out of socializing. I'm just not used to it. And it's these subtle changes in our languaging that change how we feel and that can end up changing the capacity that we can hold. 
and it will help you hold it for longer. Because that's the cool thing. After you stretch yourself for a while, that becomes your new normal. And then you can decide if you want to stretch it again or not, but then you get to maintain that new normal. And when you write it off as burnout and you self-sabotage and you stop, it's like you're dropping all of the marbles you just picked up. When you write it off as burnt out, you stop your up level 10 feet away from your next biggest blessing. Like if you just saw it through, if you just saw the stretch through to the end, you would get something so remarkable. Whether that's this new version of you, a new relationship, something material like a job, you just never know, okay? And so why do we even want to stretch our energetic capacity? Why are we even having this conversation? You know, I had that, this whole realization just from doing the batshit crazy thing, right? Because like I said, I was like two and a half weeks in and I was like, mm, I don't want to get burnt out. And then I, then I thought like, I won't overload myself. Like when my mentor said that, I was like, you're right. Like I trust myself not to overdo it. I can handle all these things. And why do I want to handle all these things? Because I have massive fucking goals for the year and I aired them out on the internet. So now I really have to achieve them because if I don't in December, you guys are going to be like, what the hell? You told us you were going to manifest all these things, right? So I am going to make that happen. And that means stretching my energetic capacity, not because of just the manifestations, but because of all of the different things on my board, right? I'm looking at my vision board. It's getting my Lambo truck. It's my podcast tour. It's the nutrition certification I want. It's all of the retreats and trips that I have, the luxury home, right? Paris Fashion Week, Oh my God, like there's so many different things, like a video shoot with an agency, buying a Birkin bag, like, oh my God, there's just so many things on here and they're all so different. And there's, there's so many of them because I want a lot for myself this year. And if I want all of these things, all of these very different things where there is a lot of them, I have to stretch myself. If I want to be working on getting the material things, right? Like the Lambo truck, the Birkin bag. I want to move into a more luxurious home. Like I have to work towards those things. If I want to sign with the podcast network, I need to keep growing the podcast and keep showing up and keep finding new ways to improve the show. If I want to go on all of these trips, I need to find the time when I'm going to do all of that. And then how am I going to find the time to take off of work? Well, I need to restructure how I'm going to run my business some of those months. Like there's just a lot of things that go into that. Same thing with even dance tryouts, like figuring out my schedule based off of that, which also just quick little update. Still don't know if they ever had tryouts. They never sent me info and I'm going to follow up with that. That's going to be my batshit crazy thing for the day. And just figuring out like how my schedule will work around those games and how my schedule can work around going to dance classes to prep me, right? I am willing to stretch myself because I, I want all of my goals. Like I, like quite literally and very simply, I want to achieve all of my goals and that's going to require me stretching into a new version of myself who can hold a lot more things. She has a way more expanded and, or, and yeah, a way more expanded energetic capacity than I do right now. And so it's my job to start stretching that. If I'm going on, if I'm selling out two more retreats and I am hosting or not hosting, but I'm taking Austin to Europe and we're going to Paris Fashion Week and I want to take a family vacation. If I want to do all of these things, I need to be able to run my business, get things done ahead of time, plan in advance, plan the whole trips, right? That takes all of that. Plus on top of it, 
managing the friendships, making the connections, making the connections within the networks I want to be a part of. I have to stretch that capacity. And you probably do too. When you think and look at your goals for the year, it's going to require you to stretch yourself a little bit more. Okay. And I want to give you some tips of how we can start to normalize the new, new level of accomplishments, but also like this new energetic capacity, because we're going to create faster up levels, the faster we can normalize these things. And what do I mean by normalize? But by normalize, it means it's a normal, regular day for you. It no longer leaves you with that exhausted feeling. The first week that I was going to dance constantly, I was so tired. I literally couldn't wait for Friday because Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I don't do dance. And I was like, holy shit, I can't wait for the weekend to rest my body, you know? And then the next week I went to a bunch of dance classes. I even went to one Monday through Friday and I didn't feel that same exhaustion. So like the faster we can normalize these things, the faster we can add more more energetic capacity. And that doesn't mean work, right? Because then it could be adding in a new friend. It could be adding in an extra solo date night, right? So don't just think about this as work, right? Because it's also about who you're being. So the faster I can normalize that, the faster I can add on more next level things. But I want to talk about how I normalize this. One, I've been doing a lot of breath work. Okay. Breath work is something I love so much. It could be as simple as a box breath, which is where you inhale for four counts, hold for four counts, exhale for four counts, and hold at the bottom for four counts before you inhale again. So I'll do box breathing. I love holotropic uh, breath work where you breathe through your stomach, your chest, and then you exhale and it's all mouth breathing. That's the breath work that like kind of makes me hallucinate a little bit that I typically go to breath work classes for, but I've also been doing breath work that clears your chakras and just trying different techniques. You know, for me, I go to those classes through class pass because there's a really great studio here in Austin, but you can also do breath work based off of like videos on YouTube. For me, Breath works are really helpful to normalize these new things because I breathe into my bigness is what I call it. Bigness. Because when I think about, you know, I talked about this in the vision board episode of like, if I achieve all of these things, this is going to be the best year of my life. Like that's a big year. That's a big version of me. And so I need to breathe into that bigness because it can feel really scary for us to take up more space, to do more things, to have more conversations, to be more next level that can be scary. So the more I can breathe into it and regulate that feeling in my body, the more normal it becomes for me. And what does it mean to breathe into my bigness? I just set the intention of like, I am breathing into my bigness. I am breathing into taking up space. I am breathing into being seen and being heard. I am breathing. I'm literally breathing bigness into my lungs. Like I'm feeling my lungs expand. I'm feeling the oxygen in my body expand, right? It's all about kind of your intention and your awareness. That has been super helpful for me to normalize. Uh, Another thing that I have been doing is a mindset shift of that it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be stressful. It can simply be a stretch. These new things that you're doing, the new capacity you're reaching in, this new level of executing as the next level version of you, it doesn't mean it's stressful. When you look at a full week's calendar, you don't have to be like, yeah, my week is so busy. I'm so stressed. I feel like we're just so used to hearing that, that we just copy and paste it ourselves, but it's not actually stressful. It can just be a stretch. And one thing that I've been saying a lot, especially with my Bali prep, I I always say like, I have a lot of work to do, but I don't have, I'm not 
It's not hard work. It's not stressful work. There is a lot on the workload, but that doesn't mean that it's hard or that it's stressful. It's just stretching me to execute in a different timeline that I'm used to. And again, these mindset shifts make all the difference. I swear, okay? Another thing that I have been doing to normalize the new capacity is I've been eating more, all right? And it's funny because this girl I follow on Instagram, her Instagram is like Neoli or something. She's a Russian influencer and businesswoman. She's like 1.6 million followers. Um, She just posted a story about this today. She's like, I do so much. And she's like, I can do so much sometimes on such little sleep because she travels a lot. So she's like always sleeping in planes. Uh, She's like, because I eat a shit ton. She's like, almost every video I'm posting on my stories, I'm like eating something, whether it's an ice cream cone, a salad, like a steak dinner, sushi. She's like, I'm always eating. And so for me, I've been doing that as well, eating more for more energy. I really truly look at food as fuel for my body. And especially with me doing protein focused meals, like that fuels me to keep going. At the beginning of doing batshit crazy things, it was really difficult for me to keep pushing through. And why I felt so exhausted is because I wasn't eating enough. And we do that all the time. We just like won't be intentional about our meals or we don't really think about it or we don't plan our meals in advance. So then you're not getting the right nutrients. You're not getting the right amount of calories you need. Even if you don't count your calories, like I don't count my calories, but I know like I need to be eating like three meals a day for me to keep up with this. Okay. So that helps me normalize it because when I'm eating enough for enough energy, I don't feel that same level of exhaustion. And I have two more tips for you for normalizing. I feel like I've gone on and on about this, but I'm so passionate about it because I don't want you to quit 10 feet away from your biggest dreams and goals. I don't want you to give up 10 feet away because you see everyone on the internet talking about burnout and babe, all you need is a nice 10 hours of sleep and maybe a piece of chicken or if you're vegan, a nice tempeh salad. Okay. (laughs) So I just really don't want you to give up on things. And these mindset shifts have been helping me so much in how much I can execute. Okay. Last two tips on normalizing your new capacity. Okay. And I talked about this in my scheduling episode. I schedule in self-care time now. And while I do that self-care time, this is a, a little change that I've made, I am decreasing stimulation. Because a lot of these things that I'm stretching my capacity on, their work, their socializing, their projects I'm working on, even if it's personal things like planning um, personal trips or looking at houses since I want to move into a luxury house, that's still like very, it requires a lot of stimulation. So I've been having my self-care time decrease that. And that looks like going for walks in silence. Like I might have my AirPods in, but I won't be listening to anything. A lot of times when I drive, I drive in complete silence unless I'm like yelling affirmations and talking to myself. Um, but if I'm doing like an errand in the afternoon, or like a little juice run, like I'll just do that silently. I have been taking silent showers in the dark for some of my self-care time. So I'm the type of girl, like I used to love listening to music in the shower. I'd be like singing in the shower, you know? Um, but now I just do them totally silent and I will literally turn off all the lights except for like a candle or my cell phone flashlight, because that really helps me decrease the stimulation. And then adding in things like daily meditations at my self-care time, or even in the afternoon, if I feel like, okay, I just need like 10, 15 minutes to reset. That has been really helpful because it gives you that moment of breath It gives you a moment to detach from all of the thinking and my self-care time. That's not me like 
going on a walk and checking all my text messages. That's me literally going on a silent walk, right? It's not me in the bath doing my journaling and my clearing. It's me like in the shower in silence. It's my five minute meditation, my 10, 15 minute meditation. And I'm not laying in bed scrolling on my phone. So I'm just using it more intentionally. That way it genuinely refuels my energy. Or another thing that I do is I'll go outside with my pups and I will just take my sunglasses off and just stare at the sky because I heard the best way for you to soak vitamin D is actually through your eyes. And so I'll go do that. I'll put my feet in the grass and I'll just stare into the sky and let that refuel me because it resets the energy in your body. And then when your body is recharged, it's a lot easier for you to go back and keep taking that action. Okay. And the last tip I want to give you for normalizing your new capacity is I want you to start start recognizing that this is you crushing it at a new level, not you pushing it to the max. Now, this is like, a, like I said, this is a very like subtle thing because I will get into my head sometimes as I'm doing the batshit crazy actions where I'm like, oh my God, I just did all these things today. I'm in bed. I've done skincare. I'm in jammies. I'm like, oh my God, I have to do something batshit crazy today. Right. And there is moments when I'm like, oh my God, like I just want to unplug for the day, you know? And you're like, oh my God, I'm just like, I'm overdoing it. Right. And I have to remind myself, I'm not pushing it to the max. I'm not overdoing it. I am learning to crush it at a new level. I am learning to crush it. I'm getting used to crushing it at a new level. I am learning. I am activating a new high achiever version of myself. This is me crushing it at a new level. I think a lot of times we start creating these up levels and we step into things, even if it's you stepping into one new thing and you think that you're just pushing yourself off a cliff and you're not, you are literally crushing it by just doing something new, by taking that leap, and you're not giving yourself credit for it. And that helps you normalize it, is by giving yourself the credit and the gratitude that you deserve for working your little booty off, your big booty, double-cheeked up, (laughs) working your booty off at this new level, okay? That's how we're going to start normalizing. So let's recap things really quick, okay? When you are expanding your energetic capacity, you are expanding the amount of things you can handle and deal with at once. With this, you need to learn to trust yourself that you will not overdo it. I trust myself enough to not overdo it. And because I trust myself enough to not overdo it, I will never burn out. And I trust myself for that. And in moments when I tell myself, oh, I'm so burnt out, I recognize that self-sabotage and I reframe it, I am exhausted. And that's okay. You are exhausted after your first week of school. You're exhausted after your first week of on a job. You're exhausted after moving into a new house. Things, doing new things and stretching yourself is exhausting. And that's okay. But don't give up when you're three steps away from your next biggest blessing. Instead, focus on normalizing this new capacity whether that's you doing breath work, breathing into the new capacity. It's a really great way for you to start regulating your nervous system, letting yourself take up more space through your breath, okay? Reminding yourself that it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to have that label of stress. It can simply be a stretch. I'm not used to blank, blank, blank. I am stretching into doing blank, blank, blank. Doing this new thing is a stretch for me. I'm stretching into it, okay? 
eating more, giving yourself more energy, fuel yourself with the right amount of water, the right amount of food, the right amount of protein so you can keep going. Have that self-care time in where you can decrease your stimulation so your body can get that recharge. Because remember the example I gave about the atoms and the electrons quantum leaping to the energy levels, right? That's exactly what's happening in your physiology. So let your body catch up with you, okay? And remind yourself that you are crushing it. You are crushing it, okay? Give yourself that credit. You are handling fucking business. That's something most people won't do. Most people won't do this. They'll write it off, they'll burn out, and they give up. But we are not most people. That's why you achieve things most people don't. You have a mindset most people don't, and you will have a life that most people don't, okay? I hope you guys got a lot of value out of this. This felt like a mini masterclass. This was so good. If you got value from this, if something stood out to you, please give it a little screenshot and post it on your Instagram story. Give me a little tag. I'm at the Michaela J. I would love to see that you're tuning in. I would love to hear how you are expanding and stretching your energetic capacity right now. And I hope that you use one of these tips to start normalizing that energy in your body. You are crushing it. I believe in you. I love you. And I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to leave a five-star rate and review. I love hearing your takeaways and wins from the podcast in the review section. So don't forget. Love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.